Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by Allison Hayslip from G4 TV. We talk about what the G's in G4 stand for, and frankly, some other stuff that I can't remember. I should have taken notes or something. Let's go! It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. A beautiful early evening in Los Angeles, the light playing on the wall behind your head right now, Jordan. Mm hmm. You look lovely. Thank you. You're like... You're... I insist we do the podcast during the magic hour. <laughs> now, I know it's not a visual medium. Right. I know no one can see how angelic I look, but I like to have that angelic feeling. And the warmth of the light is what we're talking about. The right. warmth. We're, and we always, on Jordan Jesse, go again, not a visual medium, but we insist on three-point lighting. Mm-hmm. You want a key light, sure. a backlight, and... The third light that I don't remember what it is. I yes, I have a Michael Bay level of standards when it comes to lighting. It's beautiful. It is where we really are recording this week's Jordan Jesse Go in pure like a an absolute Michael Bay slash low level outdoor portrait photographer type situation. Right now, if I was uh, bent over the hood of a classic car uh-huh. inspecting the engine i would look as good as megan fox does when she does it that's true just a fact just a fact it's not a it's not a bod thing no it's a lighting thing it's about lighting at the end of the day that's what megan fox has going for her lighting it's just a lighting situation and raw talent yeah <laughs> okay fair enough lighting and raw talent and the gift of gab <laughs> um great canasta player also sure um i just it just occurred to me that we were talking about canasta before we hit record mm-hmm. um let's introduce our guest shall we? we uh this week our guest on the program you might have seen her on uh the g4 networks attack of the show program uh she let us know before the show that she is a noted milkshake enthusiast uh welcome to the show uh, Allison Hayslip, how are you, Allison? I'm very, I'm very good. I'm glad that you introduced me, so now I can laugh at the last 30 seconds of this program. <laughs> because it was hilarious. <laughs> Do you prefer a milkshake to a malted? Oh, yes. Really? Yes. That was a very definitive response. I, I Seems am like a milkshake connoisseur. Malteds. I don't hate malted. I just, okay. I just appreciate the variety that you can get in a milkshake. Uh-huh. Okay. Malteds tend to be very simple. You're looking at a vanilla chocolate yes exactly so you're kind of beyond those you're beyond the big three is what you're saying my favorite milkshake is um uh, vanilla ice cream with strawberries bananas and nutella mixed in Ooh, that's kind of international it's heavenly yeah i would say that's a milkshake for somebody who's been on several backpacking trips is it? Yeah. I, have not I don't on, know if you're an international backpacker. I haven't been backpacker. on a single backpacking trip. <laughs> really? So, well. yeah, maybe I just exude that somehow. You kind of do. I don't think there's any doubt that Nutella it tastes good. I mean, I Some think everyone can like agree it. that Nutella, well, okay, many people can agree that yes. Nutella tastes good. Sure. Yes. But if someone wants to tell you about how much they like Nutella, I don't know. Get out of my face, communist. <laughs> really? You think <laughs> it's indicative of communism? I don't think they have communism. Nutella in Russia. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> That's a good point, but they do have it in in your communist, your Belgiums, 
<laughs> your Netherlands is. Sure. Are, are they communists over there? Yeah, borderline. All right. As good as good as communists, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so you're saying if you're, that if someone... you're injured, you just walk into some doctor and they have to fix you. Ah, I see. I see. So you're saying that uh, extreme love of Nutella is a lot like extreme love of Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I get it. It makes uh, you, a lot of sense. You've yeah, spent. You've traveled you. abroad. You've got a. You've got a cousin in Devonshire. <laughs> Devonshire. Yeah. Yes, quite. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, you know, uh, Allison. Yes. I know from the uh, from the world of entertainment reporting. That I like that. True. I like that you have these little sort of coffee clatches in the in like the waiting room to talk to Ving Rhames or whomever. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, you, you know, the, it's, it's, it's unusual that you'll see one of the, one of the talent out there with the reporters and, and it's, it's, it's usually kind of a situation where the talent's ever... where doing calisthenics, uh, they're, they're well, locked blow. in tiny or blow. Yes. <laughs> blow. They're locked in tiny hotel rooms waiting for us to rotate through them. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd argue that blow is the calisthenics of the mind. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll agree with that. It's a I'll mind, go with it. It's yeah. a mind workout. <laughs> um, but usually it's like it's it's you're in this room and and uh, I have a little story about this that this will relate to. But but Allison, I don't know if you'll agree or disagree with this. But okay. typically, other entertainment reporters, on the whole, are insufferable. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I completely agree. Okay, good. Completely I was worried. Agree. I was worried that I'm, I might. I didn't know no. where you stood on this issue, Jordan. I'm pretty sure this is why you and I became friends because we were the only two yes. sane people who sit in those rooms yes. while we wait for our four minutes with Jason Statham. <laughs> sure, right, yes, uh, and, and yes. And this definitely, it's always kind of a relief to see you there. I'm like, oh, good, someone to talk to. Exactly. Who's not going to be either bo ridden or obsessively talking about, or have some really weird hair color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Agreed. some sort of long story about how David Spade bought them a drink or something. Right, right. <laughs> um, and uh, I was recently at a a press junket where that you were not at. Uh-oh, which so one? I was kind of this was this is Sanctum. Oh, Sanctum, yes. New James Cameron produced Cave Adventure. Oh my God, Sanctum! I watched the trailer for that. Is that the one where the cave is filling with water? Yes. yes. It genuinely horrified me and made me want to throw up. It's it's a really stressful movie. It's uh, I can uh, imagine. Yeah. Yes, it is. I just feel like I'd be claustrophobic the whole time watching it. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely uh, it's definitely a real roller coaster ride. At, oh, you're only occasionally taken out of the extreme tension by the terrible acting. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it really struck me as I, I saw a movie that my father-in-law was watching on in demand one time, mm-hmm. and my father-in-law will on sometimes demand. watch. Oh, on demand. There you go. <laughs> you could say in demand. Anyway. Okay. Well, he watches he watches this thing sometimes, but he'll only watch the free pay-per-view movies. Yeah. Oh, right. And these are always like shark versus giant octopus type situations. <laughs> sure. And he watched one about these... It, ha- these me- like, sorry what? to just be correcting you, It's Mega Jesse. Shark. It's Mega Shark. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's not just a shark versus a giant octopus. All he'll honest. watch is Jose Cain's <laughs> Snake-O. <laughs> and, um, and this one was about some kind of underwater cave spiders that eat people oh no 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 what caves and spiders together yeah i think so (laughs) as i recall i'm out i don't even want to see anything of this those are your two least favorite probably and what struck me about what struck me about the uh trailer for uh sanctum Mm -hmm. was that it seemed like that level quality of performances with just like they just hired like a uh, a cinematographer from like you know like one of those guys that 
Woody Allen hires to shoot a movie <laughs> yeah, in sure. Europe right. or something. Like it looked like spectacularly beautiful. But then even in the trailer, the acting was horrible. Right. They couldn't yeah. even find six lines that were sold correctly. Sure. And it is it is it is in fact beautiful. It is shot with James Cameron's personal three D underwater submarine yeah. cameras. Oh, uh, so yeah, it's 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 not it's uh it's it's uh it's a very watchable movie, a super watchable kind of fun movie. Yeah. Oh, there's coffee. Uh, and Jordan. thank you, Teresa. My beautiful wife just yes. brought Jordan a cup, a stiff cup of coffee. It smells and good. And Jesse, a hot glass of nothing. Guess who's the new favorite? <laughs> Guess who's the new husband? No. Um, isn't isn't James Cameron doing like another like never been done before feed with the new avatars? He's shooting like underwater. Deeper than any movie's ever been shot. <laughs> I bet he is. I, I heard I, that somewhere. I, it's that's what, sure. I think it's one of those things where if you got a 3D submarine, you got to work up some ways to write it off your taxes. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they're going underwater in some like you know vault that like you know people don't even go down into or something like that. Wow. Right yeah. now, like Richard Branson is trying to figure out how to write off his like <laughs> journey to space. Oh, I, I would Mars. not be surprised if James Cameron's next movie is actually on the moon. Yeah. And, I, mean, I mean, he must get unlimited budget now, you know? Sure, sure. And stars Richard Branson. Exactly. <laughs> right. I want to shoot on the moon. Okay, Mr. Cameron, done. Yeah, right. Yes. I know. Uh, and then I will destroy it. Yes. <laughs> no, he'll, he'll just laser in his initials. <laughs> right. So every yeah, time sure. we look up, we have to see JC. Or a, or a, or a, or a very specific etching of his dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, there's Cameron's giant yep. dick on the moon. He got it. Uh, um... So yeah, no, uh, but but Sanctum is certainly worth seeing, and there is a horrible. Oh, if you're I just spoiler alert, oh. but if you're looking for the world's most stressful scene, there's a scene where a woman uh, is kind of uh, she's rope and hooking across a you know chasm, and she falls, and her hair gets oh, no! caught in her hook, and she's only dangling by a chunk of oh. hair and scalp, and it's in, it's so intense. Anyways. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Yeah. Wow. I, just watching that trailer upset me so much. And I want to be clear. Like, if people think that I'm describing my fear at this trailer to describe how excited I was to see this, this movie, no. I was angry. <laughs> you hate the movie. I was angry that I had to watch it. I have not felt this way since that movie where Sylvester Stallone was hanging off a cliff. Cliffhanger? There you go. <laughs> no. Something like that. Demolition. I actually have only ever seen the first 15 minutes of that movie and the last 15 minutes of the movie, which, if you look at it, are the same exact parts of the movie. (laughs) They're both people hanging over the same damn cliff. They just play them upside down at the end. Exactly. What you missed was a bunch of John Lithgow. Yeah. At the at the beginning, they're standing on the cliff. Yeah. At the end, they turn it upside down. Sure. So <laughs> the cliff seem, is standing so on them. they appear to be in danger. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so this movie upset me. Like, this movie trailer has it just made me want to cry. It yeah. sincerely made me want to cry. There's a part where a lady's, like, she's drowning, and she has to, like, put her mouth up to a tiny bubble of air that's on that's a, a rock. It is a dude. It's is a, it a it's dude? A, it's a beautiful dude. Uh, and I have, There's a yes. part where someone speaks in an Australian accent, which I think has no place in cinema. <laughs> right. 
Um, there are far more Australians in movies than there are in real life, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> I would agree with that. It's a weird representation. I mean, the entire population of Australia is less than the city of Los Angeles, I Yeah, think, but it's like, like an eighth of movie stars right. are and, Australian now. That's because of their adventurous spirit. And I feel right. like you forget. I forget that half these people are, are Australian because they all play Americans in the damn movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one definitely has some people actually being Australian, but also other Australians affecting... Like, everyone is Australian in it. Did, uh, did you do the jump? it for I am number four. I did. Yes, yes. You did. yeah. Same thing. Uh, same cast. thing. Yes. Every everyone is beautiful in Australia. <laughs> exactly. I think one dude was Russian. Okay. Not yeah, Russian. Right. English. Sorry. I don't, Russian. And English. Same difference. Yeah. He's a communist. That's all. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. The communist At the end nation of, the of England. Day, if you can go to the doctor, it's the same thing. <laughs> sure. Um, so you're at you're at the so you're I'm, at the junket for this so I'm, nightmare I'm, of I'm, a nightmare. Yes. Um, so I'm in line for it, and I'm kind of just chit-chatting with the reporter next to me, who is from MTV. Mm. I didn't know her, but... Um, music our, television? Music television. Right. Does that exist anymore? I, hard Apparently. to say. Hard to say. It's now the Pregnancy Network. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the Poor Decisions Network. Um, and we're just kind of chit-chatting, and she's she's very nice. And with it, and I'm like, oh, good. This is kind of a normal person. Yeah. Like, we're having, you know, good sense of humor. We're laughing In a at way, this person is Is she replacing is me, Jordaman? Jordaman? Uh, well, uh, wait till the end of the story. Okay. Jordaman is actually a Jordaman. nightmarish creature composed of half Jordan and half the spice cardamom. <laughs> sure. Yes. Right. <laughs> Coming soon to Sci-Fi, S-Y-F-Y. Yeah. Um, and at the uh, and so I'm like, okay, this is nice. This is a this is a rare normal person that I can talk to, and uh, and then uh, and then then it went south. Uh-oh. Uh At the when, before you go into one of these junkets, they ask you SD or HD, and that's what that's the extent that's of lingo. D you're looking for. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's how much D. That's they what, say what tapes C forty eight. Right. Um, C forty seven. And she said. SD, and then turns to me and she's like, yeah, I don't know why MTV's not in HD yet. We need to join the 21st century, huh? I'm like, yeah. But uh, uh, in their defense, I'm sure Snooky looks better in SD. Uh. And she gets the most sour expression on her face, and she says, you know, I've met her, and she is really nice. <laughs> not the point. And we, and, and we did not talk for the rest of the thing. Oh! Because this person who, by all accounts, was nice and normal and had a good sense of humor, had some sort of, like, weird corporate affiliation or, like, had been brainwashed to the extent that she liked Snooki and was willing to stick up for her when she was not around. Anyways. Isn't part of the thing of Snooki that Snooki is charming in some way? She kind of is. I'll be honest. I, I will admit, I've watched a couple episodes of Jersey Shore. Don't try and bullshit us on this, hey, Slip. <laughs> I've watched every single episode. No, <laughs> no and you know, and, and I have too, and, and will admit that that is kind of the fun of the thing, is that, that they are displaying reprehensible behavior, but come out of it kind of likable, you right. know? Well, I mean, some of the other guys on the show are, like, just total tools, and you don't you don't care about them. But Snooki, for some reason, you're a little like, why does all the crap always fall on Snooki's yeah, shoulders? Yeah, I guess she's getting punched and arrested. Yeah. So there is kind of a, she is the kind of underdog of that situation. Right. But to the point, I don't know, to the point where you shun someone for making fun of her? Yeah, I don't know. No, 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 no. Anyway. Uh, That's okay. Imagine, I'll always be your number one junket friend, Jordan. Thanks, dude. Imagine Ugh. if you'd said something bad about Kennedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Kurt Loder. That would have been pure disaster. Yeah, right? Oh, or Aeon Flux. <laughs> what? That's an old MTV anime-style cartoon from... Oh, it was a movie, back too, in the wasn't day. It? it was, yeah. Charlize yeah. Theron. Exactly. 
was the Ocean anyway <laughs> you guys having fun over here we're having a blast <laughs> having a great time talking about oh, movies stories. talking about movies that uh someone has forced you to watch yeah i, I you'll, you'll appreciate this one yes. of the things when you do these junkets constantly the large majority of them are at the four seasons yes and they great always have at the four seasons they, i was gonna the say way. they always have these massive food spreads yeah and you can always tell how much the uh studio has put in to the 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 uh, marketing of these films by how big the food spread is. Yeah, yeah. The one for the roommate was awesome. Really? It had a mashed potato bar. What? I was like, <laughs> I've never seen this at a junket before in well, my wait, life. Wait, hold on. I don't know what that is. What is a mashed potato a bar? A massive thing of mashed potatoes with like 20 different toppings that you could put on top of it. Oh, it's like so... an ice cream sundae bar, but with mashed potatoes. Wow. Fixins. Fixins, yes. Wow. What are we talking here? So sour cream, sour bacon cream, bits, bacon chives. bits, chives, How, cheese. Where else do you go from there? Um, green onions. Green onions. Um, here's, the, here's the sad thing. I love mashed potatoes, but I love them plain. So I didn't mm. even use the mashed potato bar. I just had You were just glad potatoes. to see a giant pile of mashed potatoes. Exactly. They also had cheesecake lollipops. Hmm. Uh, that sounds horrible. Nope. It's probably pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, at least we know where those... $80 million budgets are going. Seriously, yeah. to the food <laughs> yes. to keep us They're happy to, so we mm-hmm. relatively rate their movies better. They're going to give <laughs> the guy from joblow.com a cheesecake lollipop. Sure. It's so funny that you said that because I literally met that guy yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's great. <laughs> I had I had an experience with, I mean, I know that you just described your general revulsion at this group of people. And I can understand it absolutely. I think um, it's not a group of people that you would go to for... Almost anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Um, yeah. I, I had this odd experience. The, the other day, um, I interviewed uh, the star of this movie, A Thousand Clowns, because we did a, a screening of the film at the Cine Family here in Los Angeles. That sounds terrifying. Uh, it was, oh, it was, it was, well, it would be really terrifying if, if I was interviewing Jason Robarts, who's passed on five or ten years ago, yeah. but... It was. Oh, it, maybe what you're referencing, a thousand clowns uh, is not actually about a thousand clowns. Oh, okay. If, that, find, that's what's if clowns terrifying. are co- comparable to spiders in your mind, Ugh. no. But the the star of this the star of the film has had this long career. the The child star of the film has had this long career in entertainment. That he he started in radio in the early '50s when he was literally like four or five years old. Wow. And he's worked in show business ever since. Um, and he was actually nominated for a Tony when he was 12 for the play of A Thousand Clowns. And he was like on, I mean, he was on, uh, he was on Leave it to Beaver. He was on two seasons, the last two seasons of All in the Family when it was Archer, Archie Bunker's place. Sure. He's probably been punched by Bing Crosby. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's done everything. But one of the things that he had done was that he was the voice of, if I'm remembering correctly, Donatello on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shut your face. That is awesome. Wait, the cartoon or the movie? Uh, the cartoon. Okay. The, the, the cartoon, awesome not cartoon. the movie. Yeah. The cartoon show, which apparently, by the way, ran for eight years. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. I watched every single season of that show. What's amazing about that is the people, the the children don't watch it for eight years. Uh, b- uh, present company accepted. <laughs> so you can, I mean, isn't, don't, isn't what they usually do, like just make 25 of them and just run them over and over? Like, aren't there like Sometimes. 12 Scooby-Doo's? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. That's a good question. I don't know a lot about the the seasoning of cartoon. I mean, shows. once you have a hundred episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, really what do you need, need more, more of them for? Because it's not like we have the attention span to realize that we've watched the same episode when we were five years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, and I feel like I was when as a kid, I was more than content to watch the episode of Rocco's Modern Life where he gets the giant vacuum <laughs> over and over. I'm like, oh, good, here's right. this vacuum one again. And so Barry Gordon. I, when I was doing the research for this, mm-hmm. I was looking for interviews with Barry Gordon, and one of the only ones was an audio interview uh, with him that was exclusively about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's so cool. And it was four men yep. gang interviewing him. Mm. <laughs> um, Sounds pleasant. And sure. he, now, number one, I want to say Barry Gordon uh, could not have been uh, more pleasant, classier more charming in this interview, just more considerate of these men. And I can, let me, and I, this maybe seems like the equivalent of like, you know, if you interviewed Christopher Lee, but it was just a bunch of guys wanting to talk about Lord of the Rings. Is this kind of the situation? Like it's like that. a long and storied career who just happens to be involved with this nerd thing? It's like that, only, um... You have to understand that Lord of the Rings, specifically, meritorious. Oh, sure. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and you're saying was... the Ninja Turtles cartoon isn't? A series of quality <laughs> films. Now, I look, you can, you can talk to me about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the underground comics series, or sure. that there have been things associated with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that are meritorious. And certainly in the context Good of... Good Genesis fighting game. Yeah, absolutely. It was, the... Is my mic off? Yeah, your microphone oh, just went off. There we there go. There we go. I'm back. I'm back, guys. Calm down. I'm <laughs> yes. back. Um, um, I played the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game at Pizza Hut every Friday. Very they, good. They had that and Street Fighter 2. That's what I did every Friday. At Pizza yeah, Hut. the one where the one that's like Streets of Rage with the Teenage Mutant yeah, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and it's a side-scroller. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of yeah. fun. Classic Konami beat-em-up. Uh, also, also in that family. X-Men and The Simpsons. Very good. There you go. I'm Very not... Good pizza parlor beat-em-ups. I'm Sorry, not continue. saying... I guess what I'm saying is I'm not saying... That there, that when you're nine, it's not appropriate to like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because it's a lot of fun. Sure, yeah. These people were so emotionally invested in <laughs> not only the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but also another show that Barry Gordon had done voices on. <laughs> oh my gosh, the Snorks. <gasps> This guy's amazing. <laughs> he has the greatest career in the yes. history of showbiz. These four men that could barely, between the four of them, could barely form words to ask him <laughs> questions. And they, were they so just starstruck. There was just this kind of. There were a, sincerely were that noise oh. on the recording. They were, like, I they were all wearing that, their headgear. Yeah, I want to be their clear. orthodontic headgear to the interview. That when I make a stereotypical nerd noise about this interview. It is a recreation of what I heard on the recording, yeah. not a parody of what I heard on the recording. Right. They they just they would just say like he would talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for 10 minutes and then they one of them would chime in to say I can't believe I'm hearing the voice of Donatello. Oh man. And then he would talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja and Turtles for 5 the, minutes. And then you heard the faint sound of masturbating. Yeah. Ew. Oh god, it was the and what was amazing is this website that had that they were writing for and apparently it was called like it was called like Toon Zone or something like that. Sure. Um you know, something with zone and tune in it. 
Zone tune? Yeah, zone it could have tune. Been zone tune. <laughs> yeah. Uh, zone tune also may have been like the bad guy in a in in like a, a 50s sci-fi B right. movie. Zone tune. No! <laughs> no. You will obey zone tune. Um but the the um the header of their website it was like a blog based website and the header of their website featured pictures of these four guys and suffice it to say that it should not for marketing reasons have featured pictures of these four guys like they had a logo that was you know i mean it was a low rent logo but it was a logo you know it had like different cartoon care you know it had like a smurf and a snork. Sure. Of course. <laughs> and Were they fucking? A guy. <laughs> uh, I want to get a sense of what kind of website this yes. is. And, you yes. know, it had Brave Star. Yeah. Um, that's right, right? Brave Star? Uh, that's maybe, I, I don't know. It was a space cowboy of some kind. Oof. I have Could have been out of my... Lone Star. I think it was Brave Star with two R's. Lone Star is Spaceballs. Okay, Lone Star yeah, Spaceballs. So I think I'm space going balls. with Brave Star. Yeah. There's some kind of space eagle involved in it, if I remember space correctly. Eagle. But anyway, I mean, they had pictures. Battle of the you know, it said Toon Zone or whatever, and then it had pictures of different cartoon characters around it. And then along the bottom were head and shoulder shots of these guys that were, I'm going to say 30-ish, uh, but just really, just genuinely so you looked can- like the pictures from a Tumblr blog of embarrassing pictures from high school yearbooks. Yikes. So it was from fuck yeah, embarrassing high school yearbooks. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking just like like zip sweatshirts with stains on them and like one shoulder's half off. And just, <laughs> they have word bubbles coming out of their mouths that say, I'm a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was such a nightmare. Why'd you put those there? Yeah, but you know, well, maybe. Uh, here's a theory. Theory. On why that maybe works for these guys is because, okay, look at people who like Kevin Smith stuff. They oh. all look like Kevin Smith. Right. Like, True. it's, you can, you know, that they are people who dress and are like that. Maybe this is a situation where they want to show, you know, the fans, like, hey, this isn't some slick corporate cartoon fan site right. run by we a We actually of- care about this content. Right. Yeah. So much so that we are out of shape and not getting laid. Right. Like, we are just like you, cartoon website browser. I return to my point that they could not form words <laughs> in what was <laughs> an hour-plus-long wow. interview with Barry Gordon. I mean, there are people that do this. There are professional nerds. Uh, that I think do a very nice job. Sure. Uh, uh, my internet buddy, Ken Plume, who does the uh, show with Dana Snyder, who's a past Jordan Jesse Go uh, guest on the, he, they do a podcast together, and he works for the Kevin Smith Empire. Mm-hmm. At least he used to. He's a professional nerd. He, he tries to find out Dom DeLuise's phone number <laughs> so he can interview <laughs> him right. about the Muppet movie. Oh, I bet Dom DeLuise is stoked about that. There's yeah. nothing, I got, I got no, I got nothing wrong with, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Four men, four men on this recording. Um, you know, can I uh, just to ba- just to backtrack a yeah. little bit? You were saying, let's get back to Dom DeLuise. We yes. right. Uh, you were saying, why is there eight seasons of Ninja Turtles? I maybe think I know an, exa- uh, uh, an explanation. Okay, I'm interested uh, to hear it. Ninja Turtles, yes, like a GI Joe, like Wait, a He Man. Are you Jordan Morris from ToonZone.com? I am. <laughs> Excuse me. I recognize that sweater. <laughs> Excuse me while I masturbate. <laughs> um, uh, like a G.I. Joe, like a He-Man. Um, c- popular cartoon, all maybe more popular. This is kind of in the uh, heyday of 
of the action figure, of the toys right. and the vehicles. So when you make more cartoons, you introduce more stuff you can make toys out of. Oh. Yes. For instance, frog equivalents of the Ninja Turtles. Oh, which I remember they had that. The, not Battletoads, because no, that was the video else. game. Yeah. But they were they were. They were teenage they were part of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. Well, I think yes, they were part of the Turtleverse. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it's called, the TMNT verse. What were who were the bad guys? Bebop and uh, it was Bebop and Rocksteady, Rocksteady were the two. By the way, Barry Gordon also played Bebop. What? What? I think You're it was Bebop. My mind. The, I know the uh, the one that was a pig and went when he talked. Allison, do you know how many seasons of the Snorks there were? No clue. Okay. I, I definitely was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan more yeah. so than the Snorks. I'm guessing, because maybe the Snorks was a little less reliant on toy sales, maybe mm. there were fewer Snork seasons. Well, it was also earlier, right? I, I want to feel like Snorks came out a little earlier than... Yeah, yeah I think I, I believe that. Yeah. Snorks is Belgian, by the way. It really? Is? Yeah. Communist. Bingo. But it's not by the exact same guy that did the Smurfs? No. Really? No. I guess I had always assumed that. No. Can, can we talk about the fact that there's a Smurfs movie coming out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't... You know, this is also what I don't understand. It's not like there's been a Smurfs presence in the right. media. So why do you... I, I get why you want to make a movie based on a a formally successful property because there's already built an audience. But like... Right. God, there hasn't been a Smurfs thing for a long time. Ages. It's like, you might as well just make a movie about... Blue Elves and call it the Blue Elf movie. Like, really? I don't know. Anyways. I think I think it's a sign that the Northwest Europeans control the movie. <laughs> the right? Bel- yeah, Belgians. It's you're probably, Belgians. You're it's Dutch. Probably because the uh, the Chipmunks movies have been have been doing relatively well. Yeah. Why do you think there's so many movies about dykes? Not the slur. <laughs> not the lesbian. <laughs> not the slur. Dudes like chick on chick, on chick action. Yeah. Yeah. No, not the slur, you guys. <laughs> the, the thing, the, 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 the retaining wall for water. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that a heroic boy can stick a finger in to save an entire mm. town. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> Sorry I accidentally said a slur. I, th- I think it was clear that I wasn't slurring anyone. When I said it in the context of Northwest Europe. I think that was very clear. I think we just like to make fun of you. But hey, Jesse, you know what's sweet? What? Chick on chick action. <laughs> we'll be back it's in just sweet. a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Why are you a boy detective? I'm Allison uh, Hayslip. Am I supposed to introduce myself? Yeah, you were. I'm <laughs> now more curious as to why Jordan is a boy detective. Uh, we made up stupid nicknames when we were 19. We are kind of stuck with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys have known each other since you were 19. We yes, we. Uh, Jordan was 18. Yeah, <laughs> barely legal. <laughs> uh, we had some hot chick on chick action with each other. Uh, no, Jesse was my RA in college, and we wow. did a kind of version of what we're doing now in, at our college radio station. Oh, look how it's grown. I know. I know. Here we, here we are today in a second bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> we made it, Mom! Woohoo! Um, I want to say, oh, oh, and Allison, by the way, you yes. can think of a nickname if you'd like to before the um, end of the show. Allison Hayslip, Defender of the Universe. Sure. Great. It's fun. Done. Perfect. Way cooler Great. than Boy Detective. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I just want to say a quick thank you to uh, Andreas Deuce Pape. Yeah, Deuce Pape. Who's a uh, very nice listener who sent me a mix CD and a CD by his band. Um, Allison, you'll get a weird fan thing in the mail uh, every now and then, right? Uh, yes. Yeah? 
I actually, the other day, was sent... Not that this is weird, by the way. This is a very no. nice gift, and I appreciate it, but... I, I was sent what I can only describe as voodoo dolls, although uh-huh. apparently that wasn't the intention of these things, but they were um, three of them. It was myself, Kevin They Ferreira. were supposed to be... They were called penny beauties. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it, was, it was dolls of myself, Kevin Pereira, and Olivia Munn. Mm-hmm. The Kevin bodies... Sprinkles Pereira. Exactly. Yes, that was Kevin's nickname here. when he was oh, on really? the show, by the way. Yeah. Kevin Sprinkles Pereira. Mine is so much cooler than that. Defender of the Universe might be taken, but but I don't care. To be fair, he brought us donuts. So that's so that. So that's how we win your love. We bring you food. Well, that's how you get it. That's how we uh, pigeonhole you with a nickname. Yeah, that would definitely work for me though too. Um, Yeah. So so they were these these dolls that were made out of felt and and stuffed and sewn together, and they kind of looked like superhero bodies, like they were in all in one color with a symbol on the chest. Okay, and then. Our faces had been, I think, printed onto the fabric. So it was actual pictures of our wow. heads on these felt bodies with yarn sewn in for hair. Wow. I was <clears> like... Did the note oh. say, there's a drop of my blood on each one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank, I don't know. It's highly possible. I like pulled them out of this box, and my friend who was there with me, she was like, you need to burn those immediately. And I'm like, I'm not going to burn them. Like, someone took the time to make these. <laughs> Plus, it would probably accidentally light myself on fire if yeah, I Yeah, no, them. <laughs> I know. Sure, the vapors would. Yes, uh... exactly. You also, and I don't know if this is, this is, uh, this is public oh. knowledge or not, but you've also gotten the occasional request for a foot pick, too, if Oh, I my understand. goodness. Yes, many of them. It's, hmm. it's very weird. I understand that there are people oh, who have wow. foot fetishes, but, like, people email me, and they're like, I was just wondering if I could get a picture of your feet. And I'm like, really? Like, that's what you want from me? Like, I would almost prefer them to email me and say th- something like, I totally want to bang you. You're hot. <laughs> At As least three, to request- that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead of just requesting do a picture you, of my Do you feet. feel like they think maybe they're putting one over on you? Like, I'll just ask her for a picture of her feet. She won't know that I'm going to use it to jack off. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just going to volunteer you know, images of myself for someone. There's plenty of them online. You don't have to email me for one. <laughs> do you, wait, do you do... So I'm... So you say you get an inordinate amount of foot requests, right? I mean, like I, more I, than I don't know what the average amount of foot request emails would be, but I definitely <laughs> zero, <laughs> zero, yes. yes. <laughs> but I would say pr- technically, if you get a foot request yes. email, a uh, foot pick, uh, that that's inordinate, right? I mean, I, I thought the first time that I got it, I was like, oh, this is weird, and the fact that I've gotten multiple since then, I'm 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 baffled by it. I'm absolutely baffled by it. Do you do a lot of like? barefoot frolicking on the no. show to where they're like oh where maybe the producers of the show are highlighting your feet in some way no i i, I almost wonder if it's because i've never shown my feet on the oh, show maybe that's that people it. are like it's a mystery look like you know i'm on a i feel now, like if if i'm not mistaken what? you have grotesquely misshapen feet correct? I, obviously I, right. that is exactly why you've never seen my yeah, feet. you should find some like disgusting picture of like an infected foot online and like here you are big boy have fun enjoy your masturbating i know i actually uh, have hooves that's what it is oh cloven hooves <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, you know, she did not because... specify cloven. No, no, Let's I'm not sorry. Be presumptive I'm sorry. Sorry. She's she kosher. Have... Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm on a comparably rated mm. extended cable network, and that is I true. haven't gotten any requests for any pics, foot or otherwise. I don't understand. It's because you don't have boobs. Plus, oh, you yeah. already have dick pics up on the internet. Uh, I do. It's like, yeah, I just d- redirect people to my dick pic site. Well, You've got sort of like an illustration on your website of, of like the operation guy 
And then they can click on any part of the body to oh, get a detail pick of that. Yeah, part maybe. Of your yeah, body. maybe that's because I volunteered. Well, the picks. Jordan, you. I have also seen you in full body spandex yeah. for, on your show before, which okay. is more so than I can say. So maybe people don't need pictures. Yeah, no, maybe it's a. We did do a program early or early on in the run of Jordan Jesse Go, where we asked people to create paper dolls based around Jordan. Uh, and took a photograph of Jordan in his boxer shorts with his arms uh, outstretched not for paper dolls. Shorts. These are undies. Oh, they were briefs. These are briefs. Um, Adorable. And that remains, I would say, top five Google image yeah, search for you, Jordan it, Morris. It, it's, it's, I, I did not anticipate those undie pics to follow yeah. me as uh, as closely as they have. And his resolutely, it's, it's been years now. Yeah, no, it has. This is maybe this is maybe six years ago. And wow. yeah, if you still, if you Google image search me, it's one of the top three things that comes up there's uh, a there's a picture of me that a, a fan made of my like superimposed my face on like uh, uh, like some chick posing as like supergirl she's a, she has no pants on and these heels and this white shirt she's pulling it off with a supergirl sim- symbol underneath that photo has been used in like legitimate interviews because people think it's actually me. Wow, it's a good Photoshop. Yeah, job exactly. This guy. And, and every time it shows up, I mean, it is that one picture that never dies. And I want to be like, that's not my body. Like that is not me. It's just my face. Sorry, guys. Jesse, how about you? What's your what's your Google image search pick? Um, you know, we have an official picture that we took a few years ago. It's not the greatest picture ever, but it's it has uh, nutsy in it. Okay. Um, but we used to... We it's not used... sexually exciting at all. No, not. I don't think that... There are very few sexually exciting pictures of me uh, to people other than my beloved wife. Sure. Um, but and your two lovely dogs. We used to... <laughs> to be fair, um, we, uh, we get some nice stuff from listeners from time to time. We have, there's, a nice, there's a nice couple who will send us holiday cookies. Ooh. At the holidays, um, and uh, that'd be weird if they sent you holiday cookies in like June. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready they're for from, Christmas over here. They're from Australia, and the seasons uh, are okay. opposite. Oh, uh, sure, sure. Um, the toilet water goes the opposite it direction, does. so they too. make cookies. That in is June. a true statement. Um, and uh, you know, we get some nice stuff. But when we were in college, um, there was a DJ who played kind of uh, goth and industrial music. Named DJ Victoria. Oh, yes. Who used to get some just majestic things in the mail uh, from the uh, local prison. Oh. The, she was huge at the prison. Apparently, she was on during lockdown hours, but you're allowed to have a transistor radio or something. Yeah, yeah. And she would get people, she would get these. I, the, the one I remember specifically was a rose made out of shit you find in prison. Like a beautiful rose in a case made out of like. Wrappers toilet and paper. toilet paper and other things you can get in oh, prison. Wow. Let's be more specific. A black rose. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Because that's more gothic. Sure. Yes, totally. Of goth. course. Yeah. She was like super goth babe too. She was like best case scenario, like yep. deep <laughs> deep suicide girl. Anyway. <laughs> stop talking about this now. Uh, I actually have there's something that I want to talk about that has to do with the US mail. Please. Um, and our friends at the, the United US States Postal Service, our friends at the United States Postal Service, um, uh, Sleet, Hale, etc. I've got a, I've got just the nicest downstairs neighbor here. Uh, I'm not going to use his name for reasons that will become apparent, but uh, his address is uh, his address is the number of my house With plus a half? one half. Mm, yes, and so sometimes we'll get his mail, and. I've lately frequently gotten porno mags. Oh. Now, I want to be clear. 
These porno mags ship in discrete containers. Sure. However, How do you know they're porno mags? Because nothing else ships that nothing way. Nothing else is that discreet. <laughs> okay. That is mag shit. It's unusually discreet. I get it. And there's something really. Maybe he just doesn't want people to know that he gets highlights. Oh, <laughs> I love highlights. He beats off to Goofus and Gallant. He's oh, like, yeah, Goofus, so, you're, oh, a you're bad so bad. Boy. You're so rude at the dinner table. <laughs> Um, but, There's a soup spoon, you little asshole. Sorry. But what's re- what's remarkable about this is? Uh, can I do some more goofus porn <laughs> stuff? My na- my neighbor my neighbor is a is a gay man. He's mm-hmm. a gay gentleman like myself. <laughs> and uh, it's an illusion illusion to a past program. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> and so I know that it's not. I know that it's not like I guess Playboy. Would be the one example of a magazine that has to ship in something like that. Yeah, my, that has my a dad. Fair... My dad got a, got Playboy's mailed, and there was all there was wow. a black wrapper. So and and that, and that has a you you can kind of make an argument that the Playboy is a magazine. It's a it's obviously a porno mag, but it has magazine merits as well. Sure, you could you argue it, you about the, the extent of them right. exactly. Yes. Yeah, but I don't. I, I'm not an expert on this, but I don't think that there is a gay porn equivalent of Playboy. Where it's a magazine with articles and also porn. Yeah, that has like lifestyle stuff, like fashion, fashion tips. Yeah, like the the, the right. advocate doesn't have any rock hard boners in it, <laughs> and whatever the you know uh, hot wet men. So you know the name of a lot of gay porn mags. <laughs> hot wet men is one I is one I know. Stud life. Stud life. <laughs> I like that one. Um, but what's sweet about this is that he's getting them delivered to his home. He's living in the pornography world of 1992. Yes. Snail mail. Yeah, how old is he? He's, he's not especially old. I guess he's maybe in his late 30s. Huh. This so is this not, is a guy If he who... was a 70-year-old or even a 58-year-old, I might guess, well, the internet was invented when he was in his 40s and he just never adjusted. Right. Yeah. But the reality is that if you're looking for pornography... Especially... Gay pornography. Right. Or just any... The more specific you go, the more valuable the internet is. Right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, if, if you're... Let's say you're just looking for Allison, uh, Allison foot pics. <laughs> sure. Then you want... You're Very gonna, common. You're going to want to hit the internet. A lot of people think you want to write her a letter, but no. No. You've got to get on that Google image search. As soon search. as I get an email about it, I tweet about it. I make fun of those emails. Don't sure. email me about my feet. The, <laughs> or you will be internet shamed. Yep. And... And so what's what's fascinating to me about this is I did not even I didn't even really think that a subscription to a porno magazine still existed. I don't know if subscriptions to any magazines exist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah aren't they just on iPads now? Don't, yeah, right. Everything just on an iPad. Oh, you know, I'll 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 speak to this really okay. quickly, Jordan. It, Jordan, you have the floor. <laughs> Thank you. I have the conch. Um, sucks book. to your ass, Mar sure. Jordan. <laughs> now, my, yeah, thank you. Um, it, now, my dad, as I mentioned, was a Playboy getter, and that was kind of definitely my first encounter with like naked ladies. And definitely, when I began to have naked lady feelings, I was aware that my dad had a Playboy stash that I could use to explore those naked lady feelings. Have you ever seen a real naked lady? Now that I'm concerned, they keep saying naked lady feelings. <laughs> yes, I'm. I, these only exist in magazines, right? Right, exactly. Ladies have clothes permanently, exactly, except for in magazines. 
from what I understand. They're glued. They're it's to cover up their body. grotesque feet. Sure. Exactly. Right. Um, uh, and so, you know, so there's definitely that, like, youthful excitement associated with Playboys. And, sure. And, uh, you know, and now, now, you know, when a fella needs to look at a naked lady, the internet's the best way to go. It's the quickest. It's the most economical, certainly. You just type naked into Google image search. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, but uh, the other day I had to buy a Playboy to use as a prop in a work thing. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, yes. Um, and uh, just having it and looking at it and then kind of, you know, opening up the centerfold really, like, was this sense memory thing, this very, uh, very method of fear and shame. Fear and shame. But yeah, but also kind of, but definitely, but definitely like, I, I mean, I'm in my apartment and live by myself and I'm not worried that the cat is going to judge me for looking at a, <laughs> oh, at a they Playboy. Judge. Yeah, they do. Those Very cats. ashamed. Um, and then, but cat. I definitely felt like I should close the door to my room or just go in the bathroom. Like there was, there was this kind of rush that just came from holding it and like the smell of the newsprint i know exactly what you mean because our uh, we have uh we have a friend who created jordan jesse game who works for playboy now he doesn't work for the naked lady part of playboy he Mm -hmm. works for the editorial magazine uh internet content part of playboy but he works for playboy in the playboy building in chicago or whatever and uh he sent us some playboys and I did not know what to do with it <laughs> because I am like, I think I was just, I was internet savvy enough when I started to get naked lady feelings that I had never owned any pornography in my life. Right. <laughs> so you've never had hard copy porn. Yeah. Oh, por- por- pornography like, has can, been something. I can touch it. I don't get it. Pornography yeah, was a ghost in the machine for me. Yeah. That passed in and out of my life silently. I actually am friends with a girl who was recently uh, the centerfold was the cover of a um, of a Playboy. Okay, I think actually, we can guess, all say that here. I, I yeah. actually, technically, I know two people because Olivia was also a Olivia Munn was a cover, no, sure, yeah, was yeah. a cover of Playboy, but she did not get naked. My my other friend Krista did. Um, and it was so funny because was she the like playmate of the month or was this like no, a no, no. Hot college girl situation? No, she's on uh, Mad Men. So they had her do someone from Mad Men. Is kind of disappointed. Yes. Excuse me. I was kind of hoping it was Krista Tippett from Speaking of Faith. No, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> There's just there a girls of public radio issue coming anytime soon. Fantastic. No, Krista Flanagan. She was on Mad Men, and and they who was she on Mad Men? I never watched the show. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah no, I'm, I mean, I'm going to uh, buy it regardless. Anyway. Yes. No. So, but she brought it. We're in class together. So she brought it into class because she had all told us about it because they, they did this whole spread on her as a, uh, like, 1960s uh, pinup girl because it was supposed oh, to be Mad terrific. Men, like a it's woman of Mad Men doing, like, Playboy Mad Men in the age. So she passes around the magazine because we all knew about it and we were all like sure. prepared. We're like, okay, we're all about to what see. What class is this? But I don't... An acting class. Okay. That I'm in. Um, we're, you know, we're all prepared sure, that we're about to see Krista You've been naked. in acting classes. <laughs> clearly. Yes, clearly. <laughs> yes. Um, but it was just so funny to like open it up and flip through and be like, 
there's Krista's cooch, but I kind of don't care that I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? It was like... It's like in it that just, context. Yeah. Like, well, this is a magazine where you open it up and you see a cooch. Yeah, so. exactly. It wasn't shocking for any reason. Yeah, I was like, yeah. and her that boobs. Cooch I know what her boobs if you like. will. <laughs> and I... And it, I, I, I'm going to try and say this without being terribly crass, but it's going to come out that way. Yes. Uh, but you are super hard right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, lady. That's why I'm sitting on the other side of the room. Gay. Um, but, like, I think we're all aware that there's a fair amount of, like, uh, you know, making up and tending yes. that goes into someone before they shoot for Playboy. And maybe a fair amount of airbrushing after the fact. Not that your right. friend isn't lovely but i'm sure she's on Mad Men, so she's probably super fox so uh, super fox super i don't foxy. know this playboy model sounds pretty homely to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. A real a real plain she's, jade a real look, sarah plain and tall let me put it this way she doesn't sound like she's any kind of krista tippet no right yeah <laughs> she's no koki roberts <laughs> she's no sylvia <laughs> pojoli uh, um shall we go back and forth so you can name more of your artists sandra singlo um but I think you could probably, like, look at the cooch in the magazine and think this is probably not what her cooch looks like at this specific moment. Like, this is, this is I, the I cooch. This is like a magically assistance. transformed version of her cooch. I did not put that much thought into her cooch. <laughs> well, that's weird. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. If my colleague Jordan Morris's cooch was in there, yes. I'd have to put a lot of thought into it. I'd okay. give it some careful the, consideration. The man cooch. <laughs> but I could see how that might be might make it less weird. Like, oh, this is some sort of weird other project that just happens to look like you, but this right. is not right. what you generally look it's like. It's not naked. like Krista is actually naked in front of me. Sure, right. Because then my acting class would get super weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like if someone I knew was in Playboy or Playgirl, depending on their gender, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I would have a hard time talking to them afterwards. Yeah? Not because I disapprove of it. Um, just because... You saw the naked. It's just such a weird thing. To, if, to know, like, I would feel... I, like, I almost feel weird like knowing someone that's in the New York Times. <laughs> You have a lot of hangups. Yeah, I think this is a yeah. yeah. So it's nothing to do with the nudity. It's more the fact that they were in some sort of media that yeah. Like if I see someone I know, and granted, I host a television program. I was going to say you know both if, of us are on TV. If I yeah, see someone I know, if I see someone I know on television, that weirds me out. Hmm. Like, I've never seen, I have to admit, I, I don't have cable, so I've never seen Jordan on television. I've never seen myself on television. Right. Um, but if I did. <clears throat> It would be disconcerting to me somehow. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's my own shit. I was going to say, this sounds like a way different issue than seeing someone in Playboy. <laughs> it's, you seem almost Amish. Like oh, maybe yes. you're afraid their soul was stolen. But there's something odd. There's something odd about someone existing in this other world that is so different from the yeah. world that you know them yeah. existing in. And certainly being naked in the pages of a magazine that's famous for having naked people in it. Sure. The naked I, I people. I feel like magazine. it'd be different if they were naked in the pages of a magazine that was not known for having naked people. <laughs> yeah, in. If you just opened up Popular Mechanics and yes. saw my dingus. Hey, did you see the article about me in the Atlantic? <laughs> Whoa. Did you see my Harper's piece? Sure. <laughs> did you see my stipple portrait in the Wall Street Journal? <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be back in just a second. I, Jordan, Jesse, go.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Hayslip, defender of the universe. What a joy to have Allison Hayslip it here. It is. What are the, what are the, I, I, I've been on a couple times on this G4 network. The, I don't know what this, the G's the G4. are. <laughs> uh, can we guess? Guess what the G's are, go. Okay, gaming. Okay. G- guys. Okay. Like hot guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the the four G's of hot wet men. Right. <laughs> um, well, you want to help me, Goofus and Gallon? <laughs> That's four. Uh, I think if I if I could take a guess, yes, I want to take a legitimate in. yeah go. <laughs> games guys, Goofus and Gallon. <laughs> yeah. um, I got it. This Gam- is some gambling. sort of like. Speed at which matter dissipates or something. Like, Gambling. there's not four actual Gs, but it's some sort of, like, science code for, like... That's amazing. That's not it. Okay, are you ready? Yes. This, this, is, this is the story that I have heard. Please. That G- tech news. No. I've heard that G4 actually stands for nothing. That when they were trying to come up with the name of the network, they were going to call it the Gaming Network, uh-huh. but it was too close to the Game Show Network. Sure. So they were like, well, what about just G1? But G1.com was taken. G2.com so was taken. G3.com was taken. G4.com was the first available website. Wow. And they have since gone on to say that the four Gs are gaming, yes, girls, I don't know why it would be guys, girls. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, a network for guys, you want to have a lot of hot guys. Totally, they can aspire that to be like. So, Allison. What? Look, you're on G4, right? Yes. Which do you like, girls or guys? That's not, it doesn't matter what I like. I'm on you're the network on because the they network. like me. You're on the no, network. No, no, no. But you're the, one of the network's top personalities. I know, but I am on the network because the what do you guys like? like me, not because you're I like the specifically. guys. Exactly. So it's uh, gaming, girls, gear, and gadgets. Mm. I yes. feel like gear and gadgets are too close. Yeah. What's the difference the, between well, gear? Well, gear is supposed to also uh, relate to cars and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Pocket knives. Sure. Pocket, yes. yeah. Pocket. Right? But, but I have been told, and, and none of this is official. This is all like rumors that sure. I've heard around the network, that, that literally the G4 really stands for nothing. Where, now, where does the snorks fit into this? They don't. That's <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> so you're telling us. Because we've ex- I've Belgian experienced. cartoon from the 80s does not factor into their business Because plan. I've experienced secondhand. And the popularity of the Snorks in the G4 Target demo. You have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Snorks. Well, maybe. I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles might be a bit more popular with our demo. Fair enough. Yes. Um, I, I'll tell you what's really popular in the demo. What's really popular in the demo? I had this amazing dream last night, you guys. This okay. is a creepy way to start a story. Um, I just something that I never remember what happens in my dreams. I don't know if you guys are big big on like uh, actually having storylines in your dreams or whatever. I do. <laughs> uh, my dreams are never anything. Right. Uh, nothing. Uh, I don't have like recurring panic. Like no, there's just it's just a big wall and nothing. But somehow last night I had a dream that I had to speak at Richard Richard Kind's funeral. Oh wow. <laughs> You that, know, now we should explain who Richard Kind is yeah. because you guys obviously know who Richard. You guys are Hollywood insiders. <laughs> sure. He's that guy. We've interviewed him at all the big junkets. Uh, he's a the very talented comic actor, uh, best known from uh, from Mad About You and Spin City. Uh, known as kind of a big sad sack. Mm-hmm. Typically, yeah. he plays it, and he was wonderful in A Serious Man, the Coen Brothers movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he, he talks he like fun. this. 
Uh, a question. Yeah. Why the fuck did you dream that? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Well, wait. I'm... Let's get into the specifics. Number one, it was in a uh, synagogue slash arena type space. Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. For Jewish sports? Yeah, I presume so. <laughs> Professional I, kvetching? I, yeah. it was, it's the Hank Greenberg, uh, Sean Green, <laughs> Jewish sports and synagogue arena. Um, there were four there were four people there were four people speaking at this thing and it was full of people that Richard Kind knew from the world of entertainment and comedy. Right. But I was responsible. My job was to share funny stories about Richard Kind's life. Yeah. But in this dream, I did not know Richard Kind any better than I do in real life. Do you know Richard Kind in real life? I'm not 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 in the slightest. Only I know I know that I shared years of laughter with him on the television program <laughs> Mad About You. <laughs> Um, and you know, I watched Spin City a few times in syndication, Sure. um, but I had to share a funny story about him and I was upset because there was famous comedians. Like I remember, um, gosh, what's the, uh, what's the very famous comedian who's also famous for being on line, like 12 different cop. <laughs> Richard pres- Belzer. Richard Belzer was there. <laughs> the like Bells. Richard, the Bells, Richard Belzer was one of the speakers at, at the funeral and, uh, he was being serious and I was the comic relief. Um, oh, and man. also, it was a synagogue, and I didn't have a yarmulke. Ooh. So I had to get like Jewish? a disposable. I'm not Jewish. Okay. Uh, 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 but I had to get a disposable yarmulke because it's, it's, it was an, a yarmulke-required event. Got it. Like when you would go to your friend's bar mitzvah. Yeah. And for some reason, the yarmulke I got was held on by like the kind of elastic strap that's on a cardboard party hat. That's okay. amazing. Um, and uh, so I was terrified that I had to be funny at Richard Kind's funeral. And what I thought was, this is what I'll do. I'll speak on the way that it's so complicated, the way that faith brings us together. And, and I'll try tell, and milk some yucks out of that topic. Wait, but I'll, I figured I would tell Jordan's story. What? About oh, you fucking biter. You're stealing my story for a big in, funeral? In his dreams, too. Uh, Jordan's story about uh the uh, uh about the family whose father is in the hospital and they all join hands uh to say grace. Uh, that sure. was an episode of Glee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um and, and then the uh little the little child says he wants to say grace, and they all think he's gonna say a prayer for uh the father, and then he says Dear old God, how about some presents? <laughs> Actual story. Real story. You were at this? Uh, no, this is like super third hand. Oh, okay. Um, but a beautiful tale. Yeah. Yes. Um, Worth retelling. And, um, and then someone spoke on that theme. I don't remember what they said, but yeah. they said something they on that story? theme. And I felt like, no, I felt like if I said my story, it would be duplicative. Ooh. And then, for some reason, that was an SAT word someone right was someone was throwing footballs into the crowd because it was the arena. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, Richard Kind's funeral probably had to like had to like had to be done by two with, because it was, obviously it was training. more like yeah. it was more like amphitheater, like the kind of place you would go see Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, you know Why what I'm talking about. Why would you go see Earth, Wind, and Fire? Well, because you're an older African American lady. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sure. Um, have you guys? Because you're a nice past... Filipina lady in her 40s that works at Kaiser. Wait, have you guys driven past the restaurant that's on um, Wilshire 
Wilshire down in Santa Monica. Earth, Wind, Earth, Wind and, and Flower. Flower. Sure. Which I look at it and I go, do they just totally rip off the band? Or? No, I say it's owned by Maurice White sure. of Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah, I don't know whether I want to go in there or not. I feel like I, I feel like I've been struggling with that for, I don't know, five years? Exactly. Ever since I've lived in LA. I'm I like, know. do I go in there or not? And yeah, I still haven't. Me but uh, anyway. I don't know what this means. It's a constant means. struggle. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the meaning of that dream is. Yeah. And it it was... means you smoked too much pot before you went to bed. <laughs> Yes. I guess I shouldn't, you know, maybe I should stop, like, because I masturbate before bed so I can get to sleep. I should stop <laughs> masturbating to Richard Kind. Yeah, sure. That makes a lot I, of sense. Of that That's probably true. it. Uh, I like that you just had to clarify that for us. Yeah, well, I don't want people <laughs> to think that I'm being gross. <laughs> sure. <What>? Whoa. <laughs> Watch out. You're going to break the equipment. I know. Seriously. Uh, I'm going to turn my think, mic off they, Have you ever had a celebrity dream, Allison? I have celebrity dreams all the time. Really? Of course. Well, number one, that's why she probably dreams a lot about Allison Hayslip from G4. Sure. Oh, my God. Her feet must be so hot. Oh, God. <laughs> they're not. I have it on good authority. They're grotesquely oh, misshapen. They're, they're hooves. Yeah. Um, but She's yeah, who, do, wait, who doesn't dream about celebrities? I'm trying to think if I've had a... I don't know. I can't think of a celebrity dream off the top of my really? head. Really? Yeah, Well, yeah. you had that dream where Dan Aykroyd was really fat. And he was performing on the stage in the theater. And then he, I don't remember this dream. Did I tell then, you about this? And then one of his children, this was on an ancient Sound of Young America. This mm. was when we were in college. I've yeah. remembered it ever since. Okay. That's and then weird. a really. Please relate my dream to me. A yeah. really. Uh, uh, one of his children, who was also very obese, he was doing like a one man show in the theater. Uh, one of his children stood up in the balcony and said, I want to demonstrate that fat people can perform amazing feats and then jumped from the balcony into the uh, lower level of the theater and died. Oh, my oh, gosh. Wow. That sounds like an awesome dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I did fat Dan Aykroyd in it is why I mentioned oh, it. Oh, okay. Nice. What was the last celebrity dream you had? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. Um... I really don't know. I know that I used to dream about Leonardo DiCaprio a lot when I was in high school. Oh, sure. <laughs> that's, weird. that's weird. That's weird that like, you... I think for a lot of people, it's either Leonardo DiCaprio or Richard Kind. Exactly. <laughs> or Fat Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. The big three of erotic... The big three of erotic dreaming. Yeah. What, uh, what era, of, era of DiCaprio was this? Is this uh, the beach? Post-Titanic. No, like, like Growing Pains. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Right? And then I actually got to interview him. Actually, I've... I've... <laughs> I, like, I like that you said, right... Right? Like, that's totally. when, you, no. I mean, that's you know when, what I'm talking about. That's when he's at his most fuckable. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, since I've lived in, in Los Angeles, I've actually crossed paths with, with, with Leo a yeah, couple sure. times. And it's just so funny. D- like, he's, he's, he's such... Have you interviewed him before? No. Uh, no. He's, I don't he, think they would... They would, they let, would let you They would let him, fucking Johnny he, Diaper near yeah. DiCaprio. <laughs> um, he's a very just, like, charming, well-spoken guy. But every time I talk to him, I leave the room going... I don't get why I dreamed about you for all through high school. Really? Like, he doesn't do it for me anymore. You know what? And wow. I still think he's like an incredibly talented actor. Although I did just watch Sh- uh, Shutter Island. Yeah, it's on Netflix Holy on crap, demand. that's awful. Oh, I didn't mind it. I kind of oh, liked really? it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I did not. Um, <laughs> here's, here's, I have, a, I have a, some thoughts about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Uh, that I've dreamt. No. Um, it's so, so he's kind of like mysterious. Like he does a good job of like staying out of the tabloids. Yeah, like you never hear about DiCaprio's wild weekend with a Kardashian or something right. like that. Like he always stays classy. He always picks you know pretty classy film projects. Maybe Shutter Island aside, <laughs> well, um, with the maybe possible things- exception of his dinosaur bidding war. With Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, he, Nicolas Cage just barely outbid him for a dinosaur skull. 
Oh my god, that's kind of and that's amazing. kind of part of maybe part of the reason Nicolas Cage is in IRS trouble because he makes weird purchases like right, that. Right. Right. Um, uh, anyways, but I do you I, think do you think maybe Leonardo DiCaprio was sort of straw bidding so that he could so he could push the price up right. and bankrupt Cage and get rid of him. Bankrupt Cage. Yeah, so he could get some of those roles that him and Nicolas Cage are up right. for at the same time. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Man. Have you ever interviewed Nicolas Cage? Yes, I have. He he's he's an interesting fellow. Yeah, sure. He <laughs> he he does seem like he's looking into your soul. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> he's seeing uh, everything that's wrong with you, I mean, but he loves you anyways. I must have inter- I've probably interviewed him four times now i want to say and the last time was at comic-con for a drive angry that movie that's coming out now looks great and but you know you you've done the comic-con interviews right no you know i don't uh i have not done oh so when you do like the press lines at comic-con most of the time it's on projects that have literally just been announced so you haven't even seen a trailer like you you do not know what this project is about um (laughs) you're like what the fuck is drive angry exactly pretty much i had to make up all these questions and i'm like i don't even know what to talk to you about because i don't know what this movie is um so we get to nicholas cage nicholas cage is this one of the movies where you'll be uh, a wonderful compelling actor or batshit insane right. which one will this which be? one are we gonna get i think um, it's probably more like nicholas cage in this film how would you describe your emotional state while driving yeah exactly <laughs> but that's the thing i say to him i was like the only thing that we know about this film is that it starts off with you breaking out of hell where do we go from there? <laughs> and he goes, he, no joke. He kind of puts his head down and runs his hand through his hair and he goes. His crazy, crazy hair. Yeah, and he goes, well, in some way, aren't we all trying to break out of our own personal hell? And I was like, are you fucking with me right now, Nick King? Of course that's what he said. Oh. And then they cut to the alligator and then they cut to the iguana's <laughs> sure, eye view. And yeah. then the guy started breakdancing. The right? ghost started breakdancing. Yeah. That's, of course that's what he would. That's all. Nicolas Cage, I think the only person more like themselves is Vince Vaughn. Like I feel like Nicolas mm. Cage is super Nicolas Cagey. And he's only maybe outselfed by Vince Vaughn. Anyway. But Vince Vaughn at least is relatively normal i don't know i saw vince vaughn on the david letterman program and i thought maybe he was a madman like he's a <laughs> like he's brilliant i think vince vaughn is extremely funny uh very talented sure. guy yeah. um uh but i really got the impression that maybe he was an out of control madman i get that Maybe. Thoughts? I just think, not even well, necessarily Vaughn's in a bad man. way. I was just gonna say that anytime I've ever read a script that Vince Vaughn is in, the language is exactly how Vince Vaughn speaks. Like it, they they write it. I mean, he must go through the script and, and rewrite yeah, it to like be like Vince Vaughn wouldn't say it like this. Commas you know? in there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have some more weird catchphrases. But for me to I say. would rather be stuck in an elevator with Vince Vaughn than Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. I think Nicolas Cage is more likely to blow your mind. Within the span of an elevator ride. Well, I meant like stuck, like if we're stuck. Oh, okay, sure. Like I'm not talking like the 30 second ride to the eighth floor. I mean, like if the elevator broke down, I think I have a better chance of surviving if I'm with Vince Vaughn than Nick Cage. Well, Nick, for one thing, Vince Vaughn is a monstrously huge man. He could probably pick me up and I could escape out the elevator shaft. He's like seven seven five twenty. It's funny. I saw uh, I saw the movie that he's in now with Kevin James, The Dilemma. The Dilemma. And there, a lot is made of the fact that, like, of Kevin James's weight in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, references to, like, you know, maybe him not being... Svelte. Uh, yeah, him, maybe him not being good-looking enough for his wife, Winona Ryder. Uh, but I'm like, 
you know what? Vince Vaughn's as fat as Kevin James now. Like, <laughs> like there are two fat guys in this movie. Yeah. yeah, he is just taller. So yeah, it seems like it seems weird that one like Vince Vaughn is playing the role of the thinner friend. Yeah, he's not really. Anyway. What about Ron Howard's brother? What did he do? Clint Howard? Oh, Clint Howard's hilarious in that movie. He plays uh, he plays the um, owner of the botanical gardens. <laughs> and he lectures Vince Vaughn on poisonous flowers. Great. It's a great, Ron, or a great Clint Howard performance. Excuse me. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Hayslip, defender of the universe. Hey, listen, we got this Jumbotron style sponsorship program here on Jordan Jesse Go. Sure, we do. Uh, all you got to do is uh, email Teresa, our development director, Teresa at MaximumFun.org, and let her know what message you would like us to share on Jordan Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. And uh, 100 bucks for a personal message, 150 bucks for a commercial message. We will share it. And we just got this huge box of at least $150. Sure. <laughs> Worth of stuff from fuzzyballsapparel.com. It's pretty awesome. Fuzzy Balls Apparel? Yeah, Fuzzy Balls Apparel. No balls should be fuzzy. Um, uh, this is... Uh, hey, guys. Here's a tip. Just, just letting you know. <laughs> the, the gentleman who runs fuzzyballsapparel.com has been a supporter of ours for quite a long time. Um, and he's a character artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he created all these characters, launched this uh, popular line of t-shirts... But when I knew, when I spoke with him about it a couple of years ago on the emails, it was just t-shirts, and he has sent us all kinds of products here. There's mugs, buttons. Yeah. No, and here's is, a lady uh, t-shirt. That's for Allison. A lady t-shirt. Ooh, it's of a unicorn. It's, it's a purple shirt with a pink unicorn. It says, I'm sexy and horny. But it's kind of, it's <laughs> hey. kind of a nice, it's got a, you got a purple Wait, did underpants? you just throw underwear at me? Yeah, sure. Wow. Look at this. Here's some for Gordon. That's, that's me, Gordon. That's uh, oh, some... the underwear also says I'm sexy and horny. Uh, here's some stickers. And I have some boys briefs here. Allison, here. here's some matching stickers for you. This looks like a passport. Oh, and I also I have some boys briefs with the same unicorn. I'm sexy and horny. Oh, oh, uh, look at those. Look They're out, also like ladies. mint green. Yeah. We've, got these, we've got these collectible toys, Los Huevos, that look like hard-boiled eggs. There's one for you, Allison, Fantastic. and one for you, Jordan. Thank you. Um, there is Juan. Uh, we got this mug. Of course, Jordan, you like coffee, so I'm going to give you this mug. Yeah. Which which egg did you get, Jordan? I got an egg that is called... Uh, I don't know. It's got a skull on it. It's a skull egg. The name's in the corner. Oh, sorry. It? Oh, wait. Maybe this it's This is Raul, the skeleton bear, in a bear costume. Creepy and cute. I have Kierda. Is that how you say it? I can't speak Spanish. Oh, I don't know. Here's Gato, the cat. The cat egg. Sure. Yes, there you uh, go, Jordan. You're a cat you. enthusiast. I am a cat enthusiast. Oh, and this enthusiast. is Bastardo. He's mostly a jerk. It's his lifestyle. This is a huge uh, box of stuff from Yeah, yeah. Fuzzy no, and I was, I was browsing the Fuzzy Balls website. Uh, some very handsome stuff. It's, uh, it's do you like way... it when you browse Fuzzy Balls? I, I do, yes. That's why I subscribe to Hot Wet Men. <laughs> yes. Uh, hot, wet, fuzzy men. Allison, just just so you know, when you come on our program, you go home with goodies uh, from fuzzyballsapparel.com, apparently. I know. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, definitely way, way nicer and uh, more uh, more artistic than your than your typical uh, funny internet t-shirt. Yeah, no, it, it is. This it, is not a snorg tease I, situation. I, I, I believe that this is a patch, by the way, that says DIY, like do it yourself. Sure. But the I, I think it's a dildo. I think it's a vibrator. Do yeah, a vibrator. look at the power bottom. There. It, oh There's yeah, the good bottom. call. Do it yourself. Maybe that's the joke. Do it ah. yourself. 
You have to hit the... Sexually. The, sure. Yes. Yes. I want to be clear that not all of this stuff is vulgar. No. no. Much is, of it is not... Most sure. of Just it is not vulgar. Just all the stuff you vulgar. hand me. <laughs> right. Well, that's what the lady stuff was. You want the pint glass? I gave you I gave you a pile of little patches and whatnot. No. Okay, anywhere. Jordan, these are your... Uh, these are for you. This is the... Uh, wow. This is the Boxo Mystery t-shirts. Great. Ooh, open them up. See what's in there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is uh, some very nice stuff at, yeah. yeah. So thank you very much. And Jordan also gets a pint glass here. Oh, Hey, um, it's all at fuzzyballsapparel.com. If you want to sponsor an upcoming episode of Jordan, Jesse go, just email our development director at Teresa at maximumfun.org. By the way. Yes. Our, uh, good friends from our other, uh, uh, max fun pod talk podcast, uh, stop podcasting yourself Mm -hmm. north of the border. And our friends at My Brother, My Brother, and Me are uh, opening up this very same program. So uh, drop Teresa a line. Um, we talked about My Brother, and Brother, My Brother, My Brother, and Me coming on board, right? We did, yes. Very exciting news. I've, been, I've really been enjoying listening to their program. It's a hilarious show. We're happy and excited that some of their listeners are trying out our program. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's what networks are all about, right? Yes, networking. Totally. Jordan. <laughs> yes, Jesse. For, for the last several years... Mm. I have been getting email after email after email asking for the classic Jordan Jesse Go t-shirt. Ooh. There are there are that? Jordan Jesse Go t-shirts. There are Jordan Jesse Go t-shirts and have been Jordan Jesse Go t-shirts um, on our website, uh, in our store at maxfunstore.com. But we did a special one-off print run of what I think was probably the most popular shirt in Jordan Jesse Go history, in MaximumFun.org history, three or four years ago now. Uh, but it's back in a big way. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I have been getting emails like people, somebody spilled something on it, they want to buy a new one. Like, this is sincerely the most popular single product we've ever made, but we made it limited time only, and I decided to open it up to the public. It is the classic Jordan Jesse Go t-shirt. It is a beautiful shirt. It is navy blue with the Jess- Jordan Jesse Go uh, race car on the front. Um, it is clean, simple, uh, it's something that will make uh, members of the opposite sex want to talk to you at the gym. Sure. Wow. Um, and it's now available along with the beautiful new, did you check out the new Stop Podcasting Yourself t-shirt? I did. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's got a cool crest on it with uh, Graham and Dave on there and some other Vancouver type stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's all online at maxfunstore.com. But I'm so excited about this t-shirt because it finally means that I get to stop having to deal with people uh, fucking emailing me. Uh, People fucking emailing you. How dare they? Demanding them. Hey, at least it's not for pictures of your feet. That's true. You assume. Uh, True. (laughs) You assume. Uh, Jesse, I have two concerns. One, (laughs) I want that t-shirt. I'd like you to reissue my favorite shirt. Uh, Second. Mm, Something (laughs) foot-related. My feet are grotesquely misshapen. I know. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan. Jesse, go. Hey, wait, no, wait, don't go yet. It's me, Jesse. I forgot to mention, uh, or we forgot to mention, I guess, that the good folks at FuzzyBallsApparel.com have a special offer for Jordan Jesse Go listeners. Uh, all orders of $25 or more get an extra mystery pack filled with goodies. Orders of $50 or more get all of those goodies and one pair of hot unicorn manties, which I think is panties for men. Oh, God, I guess that's what I gave Jordan. Anyway, you just have to write Jordan Jesse Go and uh, what size mantis you wear. Just check your mantis drawer uh, <laughs> when you check out from them. Uh, also, free shipping um, on all United States orders. That's all at fuzzyballsapparel.com. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love, 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 love,
The program, Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Allison Hayslip, defender of the universe. Visiting us from the world of television. Mm. That is. The Games Gators Gambling <laughs> and Goofus <laughs> Network. Four. Um, when something momentous happens in our listeners' lives, Allison, yes. we ask them to give us a telephone call. Ooh. Um, it, either as it happens or in the immediate aftermath for a segment we call Momentous Occasions. Um, we've got a few calls. They were screened by our brand new intern, Lindsay. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lindsay. Uh, wow. let's, let's see what Lindsay uh, pulled out of the muck and mire for us. Hello, Jordan. Hello, Jesse. Hello, Go. This is Mike from Minneapolis calling with a momentous occasion. I'm just calling because I just had my firstborn son. His name will be Harrison, and he will be a good man. Take care of <laughs> I like it. Well, yeah, hello, Too bad Harrison. Harrison's a chick. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I have anything to say about yes. it, this little girl's going to be a man. Uh, that was good, nice. Good sturdy name, Harrison. Harrison's a solid name. Had a friend in uh, high school named Harrison. Yes. Called him Chuckles. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> Don't remember why. Do you think his last name's Ford? That'd be great. Yeah, that it is. Kind of Do you think his child is Harrison Ford? Oh my gosh, she's been reborn. I'm such a huge in fan. Minneapolis, is that where he's from? Yeah. <laughs> ask him Ask him if he knows how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> Obviously. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Derek from Nashville. I've got a mo- uh, I guess a moment this occasion for you. I just went to the post office uh, to deliver a package to a friend. And I was, I've been recently trying to be more friendly to people in public because generally I'm like the, the earbuds and eyes straightforward, not really looking at anyone. And I, you know, I thought maybe maybe I could gain some positive karma or some bullshit if I, you know, if I'm sending <laughs> so I decided to, uh, to talk to the He's got a winning attitude. Yeah. And so he uh, mailed my package and all that, and I say, hey, how are you doing today? And he said, well, pretty good. And then he proceeded to tell me about the food he ate last night and what it did to his bowels. Uh, it went on way too long. Uh, there are people waiting in line behind us. I'm getting anxious because there are people waiting and, it, you know, they're thinking it's me or something. And I'm sitting here listening to this 50-year-old man tell me about his bowel movements because of barbecue or something. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. see, that's the, your lesson. Never talk to people. Exactly. Once at the post office, uh, when I first moved uh, here to Silver Lake in Los Angeles, I was visiting the post office and I was not familiar with the post office and its personnel yet. You know, you get familiar with the folks right. that work at your oh, local absolutely. post office. Oh, absolutely. I'm on first name basis with everyone at my post office. So I, I'm being friendly, as I am known to be. Sure. I've heard rumors about that. Yeah. And um, the lady at the post office tried to sell me pills that you put in your gas <gasps> tank to improve your gas mileage. Wow. Yay. But she was so nice about it. She obviously believed in them, and she was not pushing them on me necessarily. She's, thought, she's like, hey, I like you. I want to help you improve your gas mileage. Right. Yeah, and, and so I couldn't, even be, I couldn't even bring myself to be offended that she was be, huckstering me. At, uh, when I went to the Department of Water and Power, a guy tried to sell me a Solaflex. <laughs> Why did you go to the Department of Water and Power? I didn't. That was a made-up comedy scenario. Let's go to the calls. Hey, Jordan and Jesse. I'm uh, calling with a momentous occasion. I was just alerted today, uh, or I was just alerted uh, by my high school girlfriend that today is the 10th anniversary of us losing our virginities together. So here's to a decade of doing it. 
Yeah, have a great day. Bye. I think now would be a good time <laughs> yeah. to raise that sure. fuzzyballsapparel.com sure, pint, pint, pint glass you got. Jesse, Here's to you, a decade uh, of doing it. You still okay. keep in touch with your high school girlfriend? Wait, time out. I do have a story about this. Oh, yes. Me and my boyfriend from high school, we lost our virginity to each other. And we always call each other on the, what? the day. Maybe no. not call. Like sometimes it's a text or like an email or just like, hey, congratulations. It was sometimes however many years ago today. Pick. What? I'm actually wondering. I'm like, is this my, my boyfriend from high school? It doesn't sound like <laughs> yeah, him. Right? That is really funny. I was like, oh my God, someone else on this planet does it too. That is so weird to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't keep in touch with my high school girlfriend. I, I mean, so. we do not talk. Apart from sex apart day. Apart from like it being that one day and being like, hey, congrats, you know. <laughs> that is so it's so weird to me. I'm married to my high school girlfriend. But I did have know. a high school girlfriend before that high school girlfriend. Do you guys I'm remember really do you guys do you and Teresa remember the day you first bonked and do you celebrate it with you know text something? Messages? Text messages you Jordan, text each other. Jordan, I'm a classy gentleman. Sure. Who's married to a beautiful and classy woman. We've never done it. Oh. You respect her too much. That's why you have yeah. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have dogs that are sexually excited by me, as we learned earlier <laughs> sure, in the yeah, program. Yeah. Yo, Jordan, Jesse, go! Momentous occasion, bitches. Who call us bitches? Yeah, I'm not a bitch. Today's episode, and I heard my moment of shame, but it's now a momentous occasion, because you played it, shit. I'm thinking about firing Lindsay, the new intern. <laughs> I didn't like being called a bitch. Yeah, I don't like it upset that. Me. Hey, There's that no guy need. was excited. There's he no was true. You, you made that. his day. Yeah. And now you just made his day again. So yeah. you know what? He's going to call in again for another momentous game. Yeah, this is like an inception situation yeah. now. The time that. We're th- seven layers in. The, yeah. no, that's a dip. <laughs> the time that something embarrassing that he did. You're thinking, if you're thinking of yeah. uh, that Trader Joe's guacamole I'm just really dip, hungry right yeah. now. Led to, a, led to a college student get from getting fired from her media internship. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't win them all. Can't. No. Yeah, three nice no. ones there, Good right? Good batch. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're still taking calls on your uh, your sci-fi uh, uh, nightmare creatures. By the way, we're going to talk about that next week on this very program. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. The number to call if you ever want to give us a telephone call. Want to ask us a question or something? Yeah. Anything? You know, we're I, here's a here's something about these. My brother, my brother, and me's. Yeah, their program is a is an advice show for the modern age. Mm-hmm. It's new MaximumFund.org affiliate, my brother, my brother, and me. We can out advice those guys. Yeah, any day. I have Come no on, doubt about it. it. You need some fucking guidance? We'll guide the shit out of you. And hey, just because I'm kind of jealous of Allison. Why are you jealous of me? Until the next week. Uh, I will take requests for pictures of certain parts of my body. Oh. I will not entertain all of them. But I'm willing to at least I'm willing to hear it out. JJ Go at maximumfund.org is the email to email Jordan at. I'm gonna tweet that shit, Jordan. Do it. Say it. Let everybody know All that right. for the next week I am taking requests. You'll for be, you pics will of be fielding requests. Yes. You've opened the Jordan Morris mailbag. Yeah. And you're allowing letters to fly in there. Right. There you go. By the way, if you're interested in increased gas mileage, <laughs> we'll be or back. Rock hard abs. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Hayslip, defender of the universe. Allison Hayslip, of course, you know from the Attack of the Show program. Hosted by Kevin Sprinkles Pereira <laughs> and a new co-host, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Miss Candace Bailey. Miss Candace Bailey, the delightful and charming 
I'm sure. Candace Bailey. You don't have cable TV, so you've never watched. I've I've watched Attack of the Show a couple of times. <laughs> Online. Yeah. In three minute in doses. A tiny internet yeah. window with bad resolution. Uh, Allison, it was very kind of you to uh, visit our program. Thank you very uh-huh. much for being here. Thank you, guys. This was very exciting. I Jordan kn- let me know yesterday that I would be coming on. <laughs> yes. Allison, Allison will spring into action yes. when you need a guest for your program. The yeah. reality is that Allison Hayslip has to get to a dance party. I do. I'm going to a dance party. We've got to wrap this stuff up. Sure. Seriously. Or Allison's going to miss her fucking dance party. I know. I got to dance. She's I, got- I, I know this is uh, all audio, but I'm in my dance dress and my dance boots. I can confirm this. Yes. And I can literally see the ants in your pants. I know. I can see them crawling I have realized the whole time I've been sitting here that my skirt is very short to be sitting down with not a table in front of me. Mm. I've been keeping my legs crossed. We usually like provide a, like a table. Like a lady Like should. a lady. Like a la- very late. Thank you for being ladylike You're on this podcast. Welcome. It's very rare. Occasionally we'll get a cable TV celebrity in here just showing their privates. Shit, flashing the cooch. Yep. We the don't new, need that. The new Jordan Jesse Go t-shirt. We can take a, take a look at it on the forum. You can take a look at it at maxfunstore.com. I think we're going to sell a lot of this T-shirt, Jordan. Why wouldn't we? It's not, handsome. It's a beautiful T-shirt. Scott Simpson told me. This is Scott Simpson, our friend from uh, You Look Nice Today. <laughs> sure. An authority. Scott Simpson tells me uh, he likes to wear this T-shirt to the gym. Every time he wears it to the gym, a lady walks up to him and touches him. That also means that he likes to just sweat in your shirt. Yeah. So... It's good for sweating in. Yeah, it's It'll... good for sweating in. Yeah. If you're going to sweat. If you, let's, say you, let's say you're a hot, wet man. <laughs> There's, there's a magazine devoted to you yes. that Jesse's neighbor gets. 206-984-4FUN, the telephone number. JJ Go at MaximumFun.org. Our theme music is Love You by the Free Design from uh, Kites Are Fun, the best of the free design, courtesy of our friends at Light in the Attic Records. Uh, our sincere thanks for that. You can discuss this program with us and uh, every other Jordan Jesse Go fan at MaximumFun.org's forums. And uh, hey, check out our uh, little newest show on the Maximum Fun Network, My Brother and My Brother and Me. I think people who like this program will really like My Brother and My Brother and Me based on the fact that people have been tweeting me uh, for like the past 10 days, two weeks since we added them to the network about how much they have, uh, uh, how much they've enjoyed listening to it and how it's their new favorite show and stuff. Boom. New second favorite show. Second favorite. Look at Twitter. Letting us know what we should be doing. I know. Allison, you're, <laughs> you're popular on the Twitter. What's your tweet? What's it's, your tweet it's name? It's at Allison Hayslip. A-L-I-S-O-N-H-A-I-S-L-I-P. It's a picture of me holding a dog. Great. You get so, another Allison Hayslip, it's not me. Just visit <laughs> visit Twitter. She look for a, a picture of a lady holding a dog. Yes. I'm rather amusing in 140 characters. You're wearing your dance pants? <laughs> we'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs>